Christmas is an annual festival commemorating the birth of Jesus Christ, observed primarily on December 25th. Though the month and date of Jesus' birth are unknown, the church in the early 4th century fixed the date as December 25. This corresponds to the date of the winter solstice on the Roman calendar. Music associated with Christmas is thought to have its origins in 4th century Rome in Latin language hymns such as Veni Redemptor Gentium. By the 13th century, under the influence of Francis of Assisi, the tradition of popular Christmas songs in regional native languages developed. Each year, the American Society of Composers, Authors and Publishers puts together a list of the most played Christmas songs each year. And as you would imagine, most of these songs are old favourites, ones your grandparents or their grandparents might know, written throughout the 30s and 40s. But one song on the list sticks out. It wasn't written in the good old days. It was written in 1994 by someone called Mariah Carey. All I Want For Christmas Is You is one of the most popular Christmas songs of all time. It's gone to number one in over 30 countries, sold over 10 million records, and set the single day record for the most Spotify streams ever, with 10.82 million plays. It's immortalized Mariah Carey as the queen of Christmas and created a modern classic that will continue to be played for as long as Christmas is celebrated. Which is why it's no surprise that other artists are trying to get in on this Christmas action. And thus, we have Shaggy's Christmas in the Islands, released November 20, 2020. What does a reggae Christmas sound like? How does it compare to Mariah Carey's Christmas special that came out just a few weeks later? And why the fuck do people keep doing fake Jamaican accents? Let's find out. Welcome to When Albums Collide. Ho ho, welcome to When Albums Collide, a holiday edition of it. Um, Pedro, uh, Merry Christmas, even though it's not quite Christmas anymore. Yes, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, have a crazy Kwanzaa. And a tip-top tat. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Today's albums, it's almost like we're we're doing, I've entered a strange fever dream. I have to be quite sure that I don't have some sort of virus because we're doing Christmas albums by Mariah Carey and Shaggy. This Shaggy album, Christmas in the Islands, which was released November 20th, 2020, was actually suggested to us by Pat from the Live from the Beach Bungalow podcast as a joke. Well, Pat, not so funny anymore, is it, my friend? We are doing the fuck out of this album right now. Uh, And this would also mark, because The Christmas in the Islands came out in November, and Mariah Carey's magical Christmas special, December 4th, 2020. These are the most recent albums we have ever done. The dust hasn't settled on these, Pedro. The jury is still out. We could be proven wrong when these win Grammys next year. (laughs) I doubt that. (laughs) A quick summary. So what this actually is, um, obviously the, the Shaggy album is exactly what it sounds like, but the Mariah Carey album, Mariah Carey's Magic, Christmas special is an Apple Plus TV special that Apple TV put on, and then this is the soundtrack to it. So she had all these celebrity guests, and I assume there was... Did you watch this, Pedro? Uh, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> uh, a, I don't have Apple TV, but if I did, I probably wouldn't tune in to watch Mariah Carey's Magical Christmas special. No, I'm not. I'm, it's not something I'm interested in. That's good, because, you know, usually I, I care about the albums we do, and usually I try really hard to, like, research and read books about it and stuff, like... ACDC, I read two books on it. This I didn't. I didn't even look at YouTube clips of it. I'm going to be honest. But I did read the synopsis, and it reads, <clears throat> Faced with a holiday cheer crisis, the North Pole knows there's only one person who can save the day. Santa Claus's great friend, Mariah Carey. Oh, wow. Combining musical performances from Carey, Ariana Grande, and Jennifer Hudson, quote, dynamic dancing and groundbreaking animation... The undisputed Queen of Christmas jumps into action to create a holiday spectacular to make the whole world merry. Mm. You know, unless you're, you know, Buddhist or Muslim or something. Um, So, Pedro, what do you know about Mariah Carey? What do you know about Shaggy? Yeah, I mean, with uh, with Mariah Carey, she is... um, I I don't know, she's been pretty present in my life, in my adolescence, because she's had um, hits, you know, from back in the day, 
like One Sweet Day uh, with uh, Boys to Men, which is um, one of my favorite songs. I really do like that song a lot. Fantasy, Honey, which I do like that song. I think Honey with um, P. Diddy and the fam, as he would say, um, that was the first um, bit where she kind of made that transition over into more like a hip-hop style, more urban style, because I remember just where her coming out, I mean, she's she's a massive superstar, but her coming out, she just uh, originally in the 90s, you know, with her albums like Music Box or Daydream, it was kind of like this really pop kind of sound maybe even taking over the the mantle that uh paula abdul had at one time friend of the show yes yes exactly and um ever present in uh in my life with uh with songs and um so i was kind of looking forward to to listen to this album what about orville richard burrell shaggy mr bombastic himself the jamaican dj singer entrepreneur what do you know about him <laughs> Well, uh, as far as Shaggy, um, yeah, uh, Boombastic was a big hit. I think everyone in the world's probably heard that song. Um, I didn't really know it was him back in the day until the the massive song It Wasn't Me um, came out. I mean, I just remember that song coming out and it was just everywhere in 2000. It wasn't me. It's a very simple concept, but a very catchy tune i would say um and angel was a follow-up i believe off that album that was a big hit as well but with uh shaggy i actually have a a bit of a personal uh thing with him because i've actually been to shaggy's house his mansion I'm i'm sorry what yeah i've actually been to shaggy's uh house um and um well, uh, let me. Well, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to explain this. My cousin Eddie, he's 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 good at networking. He always knows like people and how to get into these exclusive parties and stuff like that. So uh, I remember it's not to be in mid 2000s after it wasn't me came out, but he was saying that he uh, he was saying that he was invited to um, <laughs> an all white party. <laughs> so when you get hear that that there's an all white party happening in Florida automatically have some, uh, negative connotation to it. You're like, am I even invited? Cause I have dark skin, but he was like, no, no, no. It's, um, it's not that type of all white party. It wasn't ethnically white. It yeah, was yeah. clothing white. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. I think it was a labor day party. So, you know, everyone wears all white and stuff like that. And on the way down, he said, it's going to be a Shaggy's house. I was like, Oh yeah, I've heard that song. So, um, so we go there and we're hanging out. It's a massive house, tons of people, and I'm, you know, I'm wearing white, but I'm not fancy all white. It's like a white t-shirt that you get like at Kmart. I was there and they introduced me to a bunch of people and I actually was introduced to uh, Shaggy's son. Um, I think his name is Robert, if, I, if I'm if i not uh, uh, incorrect. And uh, we were, yeah, we were just there with a bunch of people talking and it was very like curb your enthusiasm moment because he was telling a story of some sort or whatever. And I was just like... Yeah, bro. Oh, that's awesome, bro. You know, whatever. And this dude absolutely flips on me. And he goes, yay, I'm not your fucking bro, man. I don't fucking, I'm not your fucking brother. I don't even fucking know you. And I was like, whoa, in front of a whole group of people. And like, it was just so awkward that the only thing I can do was just silently like walk away <laughs> from the crowd and like retreat into the darkness for the rest of the night. <laughs> So, um, after that experience, I was kind of like, fuck Shaggy and his, and his whole fucking family. <laughs> you didn't actually meet Shaggy himself. No, but... no, I didn't meet him. But, uh, uh, if any, if his offspring was any indication to, uh, him. So, um, I, I have a negative, uh, bias toward him. Jesus Christ. That's a hell of a story, Pedro. <laughs> it's yes, a hell of a you. story. <laughs> uh, please tell me you at least like took an upper decker or stole some stuff, you know, just to, just to get back at him. No, I, I didn't. Uh, uh, fortunately, I didn't. I just uh, ate all the uh, Jamaican beef patties that were there for the rest of the night, and then uh, rest of the night, and then I just left shortly after. Oh boy! Well, uh, first of all, for people listening, I cannot communicate how little of a shit people gave about this album that we listened to. There isn't even a Wikipedia page for it, so I'm not even entirely sure it exists. It's possibly just a hallucination that Pedro and I had together. Um, because you came over on Christmas Eve this year, 
to my to my home, mm-hmm. and I thought it'd be like a funny thing to put on Christmas in the Islands because we knew we were doing it for the for the show. Right. Immediately killed the mood, killed yeah. it so hard. Even to the point I was sitting there, I was like, "What is this?" I, and you were like, "Oh, this is Shaggy's album." And I was like, "Oh, okay, and this is the album that we're doing for the the show." Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Luckily. I know it's real because he did an interview with Rolling Stone India, of all places, talking about it. And he said, last year he did this holiday Christmas special for Disney in Orlando, and he did it with Sting. Sting, not oh, the wrestler, wow. Sting from The Police. And they, you know, sang like Little Drummer Boy and all that. And they decided that they thought it would be cool to team up and do a reggae Christmas album. So this was supposed to be a Shaggy slash Sting reggae Christmas album. They started working on it, and then the pandemic happens, and they get split up. You know, Sting is stuck in the in the UK, and uh, Shaggy's stuck in New York, and and eventually Jamaica. So he says, "You know what? I'm just going to do it myself. I'm just doing it myself." And this is what came out. And he says, "And I quote, it came out great." I disagree, Shaggy. <laughs> Uh, do you want to dive right into what this is, Pedro? Yes, let's go. Let's go for it. Let's dive in track by track. The first track on Christmas in the Islands or Christmas in the Islands is No Icy Christmas. Oh boy. So this is this is an immediate taste. It is exactly what you think. A reggae Christmas album, it's tropical vibes, it's good times. They sing about, I don't want no icy Christmas, I've had enough. The only ice I want to see must be in my cup. And that's pretty much the only thing you get in reference to Christmas. It's pretty much just a party song from the islands, except they use the word Christmas a couple times. What did you think? Um, I, hmm, It's hard, because <laughs> I do have a bias against him, but I did not hate this song uh, that much, because... If you're going to tell me we're going to listen to a Shaggy Christmas album and it's literally called Christmas in the Islands, I was like, okay, and this sounds like what Christmas in the Islands would sound like. It's very Caribbean, Jamaican sound. They're saying they're not having an icy Christmas, I guess, because, you know, it doesn't snow up there. So it's fine. And it was entertaining. I didn't I didn't hate it, you know? Another thing I, I do have to add is because, like, so my like ethnically like you know Puerto Ricans from the Caribbean and I have family members from all over the world in Caribbean so like a stone's throw away from Kingston Jamaica a stone's throw it's you actually could spit there yeah so I grew up especially in Christmas time listening to like soca versions or salsa versions or merengue versions of fucking you know silent night or other christmas songs i'm so sorry you had to go through that (laughs) so this is um not too far away from my uh natural palate so i didn't (laughs) mind this song so um i thought it was i thought it was good but i just didn't know who the fuck sanchez was yeah so that's the main thing about this album of the 15 tracks on this album 11 of them have features on them so this is just shaggy getting a bunch of friends he realizes he doesn't have sting to do some of the heavy lifting so he's like uh, who am I going to get? Who am I going to get? So he just gets a bunch of friends that are either uh, in the Jamaican music scene or friends that he's made through his music business connections. I don't know who Sanchez is. I don't know who half of these people are. I had to Google them. But they have lots of followers on Instagram, so mm. they must be famous. Yes. And so the same for the for the next track. Similar theme and a similar motif throughout where the songs aren't really Christmas songs. They're just regular songs, reggaeton songs, that have the word Christmas in them, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, and I mean, we'll break it down, but the next song uh, features OMI of one-hit wonder cheerleader fame. Gee, then I'm like, no, not really, cause, oh, I think that I found myself a cheerleader. She is it's like a reggaeton love song, and they've added the word Christmas to a couple lines. We got love this christmas it's it's kind of lazy to be honest yeah it becomes very apparent like 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 you said the it is caribbean songs jamaican songs reggae reggaeton songs but they just pepper in like christmas motifs <laughs> and winter motifs so it'll be just like yeah christmas in the island or like 
Yeah, we're we're doing this in Christmas and like, you know, it's just like we got love, but it's Christmas. So, you know what I mean? It's just like Christmas love or something. Like if you wanted to change this to a Hanukkah song, you could yeah, easily exactly. do it. It would take 40 it would take 40 seconds in an audio editor. Yeah, exactly. So, um with this song, it was it was fine because like I said, I'm going into this, okay, this is a Shaggy's Christmas. Of course, this is going to be all like this sound it was not bad so far, but uh, and this album does take a, a, a quick dive off a cliff after a while. Let's journey over into the magical land of Mariah's Magical Christmas Special. We start with a lovely little overture. Uh, because it, we got to think this is the soundtrack to a Christmas TV show. You know, it's not presented as an album as such, so there are interludes and skits and a few Charlie Brown references that we'll, we'll get to. But then we, we start things off with a bang with a Christmas classic. And if we're talking classics, like your old school Christmas classics written by a Jewish person, this is my favorite. Sleigh Ride is my favorite Christmas song. It was originally a light orchestra standard composed by Leroy Anderson during a heat wave in 1946. Mm. Uh, and he was thinking like, man, this sucks. I wish I was in the snow right now. So, and then he wrote Sleigh Ride and it's become a Christmas standard ever since. I love this song in general. And Mariah Carey, as a fact, one of the most talented vocalists that has ever lived on this planet. So, I think she, yeah, I mean, she's singing a classic. She can't do any wrong here. Yeah, when it comes to, like, Mariah Carey and just Christmas classics, I think she's she she knows where her uh, bread is buttered. Because, obviously, all I want for Christmas is her, like, massive one, right? Like, that plays, that's like a Christmas classic. That's almost up there, which is Jingle Bells or, like, uh, Bing Crosby's or, like, Elvis Presley's Blue Christmas. Like, it's just, like, you're gonna hear that every fucking year if you go to the mall to buy your Apple 12 or whatever you want to do. And guess what? We we both heard it many times on this <laughs> album. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, I really do like the song, and... I don't know, like, Mariah Carey, maybe she's going to be, she's the queen of Christmas because um, she really knows um, what she's doing. And you put her on a Christmas song and she's she's going to be all good. And then she goes to a little bit biblical with Hark, the herald angels sing. By the way, that word, Hark. 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 People only ever use this word in reference to this song, right? Like, there is no other reason to ever use hark. Like, I know what it means. It's like, here, pay attention to this. The angels are singing. Yeah. People use the word hark exactly one time a year, and it's December 25th. Yeah. It's not like in April people are like, hark, the Uber is here, you know? I'm not crazy about the song, because I grew up, I went to, like, Christian schools and stuff, so we always had uh-huh. to sing this shit. Yeah. Um, this is bad memories. This is bad juju for me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's fine. I mean, the one thing it's like, it's super short and it moves on to the next song. So it's, it is whatever, but I do agree with you. Like words like hark or thou, they're just, um, that old English type of stuff. It's like, okay, we don't need it in our pop culture songs. It's just, it, it is funny. Like it's like privy baby got back, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah, exactly. But, um, I think I'm gonna start using hark in my normal lexicon and, and see how that is received, you know? When you're riding down the boulevard hollering at people, you, you're going to say hark instead? Yeah. Hark! Watch out for that car! <laughs> or whatever. I don't know what it is. Like, hark! Do you have a lighter I can use? <laughs> <laughs> Back to Shaggy. Christmas in the Islands. Take You to the Cool is the name of the next track. I was smiling pretty much. Like, I, I had a good time during the first few songs because the premise is so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. When you think of mainstream reggae music in the 21st century, you think Shaggy, right? So if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be Shaggy, and it's so ridiculous. Take you to the cool. It wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. It's a, it's a nice little jam. I just... Take it to the cool, take you to the cool, but is that slang for something in particular or? Bro, your guess is as good as mine. I think yeah. you're more Jamaican than I am. See, like the whole time I was thinking like he should just change it to take it to the pool because I feel like that would make for a good Christmas in the islands, you know, it's like hot out there. You have a little tropical drink in your hand and hey, let me take it to the pool where there's sunshine and, and, and there's mistletoe above the diving board or something. So... <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, no, write this shit down. Write this shit down. I wanna, <laughs> <laughs> we got a hit on our hands right yeah. here. <laughs> no, but I, I thought it was uh, it was an, it was a nice catchy song. I wouldn't be surprised if this was the the single off the album. If there were singles, I don't mean. Who- Dude, there isn't even a Wikipedia page. How is there going to be a single for this? So album? yeah, that's exactly that's an interesting fact that you brought up because I was trying to find this thing and I was like, does this album even exist? <laughs> because there's like nothing on it, no information on the web, no documentation. It was buried six feet under. The title track, though, Christmas on the Islands. Now, this is like a really smooth R&B track, which Mm -hmm. is not the first thing I think of when I think of Christmas music. This should be like, it's a little bit sexy, and I feel like sex should be nowhere near Christmas. It's the least sexy time of the year, Mm. personally. So he does this with Ravon, who he also did his big hit Angel with, if you remember Ah, that song. Ah, yes. Hey, you're my angel. You're my darling angel. Yeah. And this is very Northern Hemisphere centric. But what do we yeah. think about when we think about Christmas music? We think sleigh bells, I guess, like a reference to, to Santa or snow. So yeah. there's some very faint tinkling of bells underneath this. Like I had to really turn it up to even hear them. Mm. But really, the only way they're communicating that this is a Christmas song is saying the word Christmas 40 times in three yeah. minutes and 15 seconds. Like, yeah. It's like a smooth R&B club sex hit that just happens to be a Christmas song on a Christmas yeah. album. Yeah, I can definitely see a lot of bumping and grinding happening to this song, so for sure. But yeah, I think that's also um, uh, what we were saying before, like they mentioned Christmas and uh, and gets other uh, festive uh, motifs. I mean, these songs. I guess if what would you th- what do you think if these were if this wasn't a Christmas album if these songs were just kind of uh, I don't know if you take out the word Christmas and and sleigh bells and and all this stuff like that and put in I don't know more traditional reggae words would it be. I don't know, less cringy or... Oh, it could never be less cringy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no, but because my ears perked up when I heard Christmas in the Islands because I'm like, this is actually a really good hook. Like this, yeah. Rayvon can sing. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Cause they had a fucking million dollar selling single before back in 01 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rayvon can sing. This is a good hook, but it's it's insanely limited by where it is into thematically on the album like he's hitting mm. this on a christmas album he could have like this beat or this hook he could have saved it for another album in fact he came out with an album earlier in 2020 so this is probably an off cut that he didn't think was good enough and he's like ah fuck it put it on the christmas album yeah i agree the hook i do like the hook i like the i do like the song but it, it, if it would have changed into something non festive i think it would have been a a bigger success for them. Back to Mariah Carey. Now, she is the queen of Christmas. That wasn't just a logline, because she has made a career after, you know, in the 90s, she was very successful, and then uh, I think around the time her movie Glitter came out, which I believe yes. was a, a flop, yeah, she had a, flop. a nervous breakdown, right? And and her, her star sort of faded to the point where I think she got bought out by her record company by f- for like $50 million. They mm. didn't want to deal with her anymore. They bought her out, and her career sort of went down. But she found her niche in... In Christmas music so a lot of these songs on this Christmas soundtrack are actually songs from her previous Christmas albums mm. she had um, Merry Christmas I think in 1994 she also had her second Christmas album Merry Christmas to you see what she did there in 2010 mm. which is where the next song comes from when Christmas comes magical Christmas mix so what did you think of this is this is a Mariah Carey original song Maybe trying to recapture the glory of uh, All I Want for Christmas. Uh, what do you think? I, I do like this song. I wouldn't say it captures the glory of it at all because All I Want for Christmas is so big, I think, and maybe a little more orchestral. Whereas this, this is more like R&B. It's so much more modern, right? Than- yeah, definitely. Like, it's cool. I would put this on, you know, during a Christmas playlist. But um, it just doesn't really capture the the magic of um, all I want for Christmas, and not to take away from you know this song at all, but it's just it's just a different flavor, man. Uh, when Christmas comes, it's just it's just a different vibe. It's 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 nice, but um, it's, it's it doesn't capture that that magic. So throughout the album, 
um, after this, we have little like snippets of classics. Like there's the uh, a snippet of Let It Snow, mm-hmm. which was written in 1945 by two Jewish dudes. Um, and then we have interludes of Peanuts, like the Charlie Brown yeah. gang, uh, including Christmas Time Is Here, which was a song written by Lee Mendelssohn for the 1965 television special A Charlie Brown Christmas, which I watch every single year on Christmas. And it's a fucking banger still. I think there must be something wrong with me, Linus. Christmas is coming, but I'm not happy. I don't feel the way I'm supposed to feel. I like getting presents and sending Christmas cards and decorating trees and all that, but I'm still not happy. I always end up feeling depressed. Go and search it out if you haven't watched it. Charlie Brown Christmas? Oh, classic. Makes you, makes you cry every time. I've never yeah. seen that one. Really? I'll give it to... I'll send it to... You know, I'll give you a <clears throat> legal copy of it. Wink, wink. <laughs> Sounds good. So this is a, like another Christmas standard and, and something from, from childhood, I guess. But these it's really short. This album's half an hour. You'll blink and you'll miss it because Christmas songs in general are very short. You're not hearing no Bohemian Rhapsody nine-minute ballad of a Christmas song. They're all short little snippets that you uh, go and do shopping at the mall to, you know? Right. Well, I was just going to say, with, with Let Us Know, Let Us Know, Let Us Know, I mean, obviously that's kind of a, a Christmas classic. Um, she just puts her um, her spin on it, and it's and it's... I mean, it's it's just basically it's like an interlude, right? She doesn't even sing on it, which is fine. It's just like whatever. Uh, Peanuts. The, the thing with the penis thing, the interlude, kind of annoyed me. I, I hate when, I, uh, mind you, I'm I'm taking into consideration that this was a Christmas special, right? So I imagine they had a whole show for this and stuff like that. And I just, uh, I just think it's kind of cringy when like stars are doing that thing, whether it be with the Peanuts cast or the Muppets cast. It could be with the Star Wars cast. And they're just like, hey, Mariah Carey, you know, Santa's lost in North Pole and we need to find him or something. I'm just like, oh, that sounds so, I don't know, it just sounds so corny sometimes to me. So, but it was a short interlude, so I can get past it. So it wasn't too crazy. Yeah, I mean... I, I I see what you're saying, but it's for the kids, man. It's for yeah, the kids. This is Apple TV for the kids. I guess, yeah. I think about the children. So, like, she does Let It Snow, and she has, she has a killer voice, but I was interested to see what Shaggy would do when he was confronted with traditional Christmas music. So he has a yes. crack, right? Yes. <laughs> On Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, uh, written in 1943 by Hugh Martin and Ralph Blaine and introduced by Judy Garland in the 1944 musical Meet Me in St. Louis, which I have not seen. <sighs> what did you think? How do you think he did? I mean... He gets an A for effort. Yeah, it sounds too much like Nat King Cole because I think that's the guy who's like really made it famous, but it's very similar to that original one. But they have, you know, just like a reggae bounce to it. As far as his singing voice... Or the voice that he chooses to use as he sings this song. Yeah, it's just... Nah, I'm not really feeling it. It's not that shaggy (laughs) voice. Well, you're saying Shaggy isn't as good as Nat King Cole? <laughs> I know, what a shocker. But yeah, it wasn't wasn't necessarily feeling this at all. Holiday in Jamaica comes on and Neo is on it. Hey, Pedro, remember him? Remember Neo? Remember when he was a famous musician? Yeah, what's uh what's going on with him? Uh, you know, I always wonder like if you're a person like Omarion or Neo or uh you know, one of those guys, do you really hate Jason Derulo and Chris Brown for like taking your career Mm. he does an interesting job on holiday in jamaica we've talked about this an uncomfortable amount of times on the show for some reason maybe because we review bad albums for a living but neo in this song is doing an accent Now, Neo is not Jamaican. He was born in Camden, Arkansas, USA. So I don't know what that accent is, but I bet you it doesn't sound like this. He's doing a little uh, Jamaican patois. Yeah. Are we cool with this? Are we gonna Are we gonna let this one slide? I'll let it slide because I guess <laughs> if you were honestly, if you didn't bring it up, and somebody told me was like, "Oh yeah, Neo's family's from Jamaica," I'd be like, "Okay, 
that's fine with me. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't even think too much about it. And to be fair to Neo here, when Shaggy was asked about this song, he said he loved the choice. He, I'm always fascinated with the things that he brings up, you know, and he came up with this whole holiday in Jamaica vibe and he started talking some Patuan and I was like, yo, I love that. You know what I mean? So as long as it's not Vanilla Ice doing a Patuan accent again. snow. Yeah. On a, on a Christmas album. That'll be, that'll be, that's a good person who could do a, a Christmas album. Imagine Snow, the rapper from Canada, doing a Christmas album. It'd be pretty fitting. But yeah, this song, yeah. I, and this is the part of the album, uh, the midsection where I'm just kind of like, yeah, this is not, this is not a great album. Just because, well, this song in particular, it just sounds too upbeat to be kind of like a, 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 a realistic or, um, and, uh, a credible Christmas song. Do you, you think know? Christmas songs have to be like tinged with melancholy or sadness? I'm not saying that, but <laughs> what I'm saying is uh, this has to have, there has to be some kind of vibe with, uh, with, uh, with Christmas songs. This seems just like we're going out to the club a bit. You know what I mean? I mean, even the, the, the title holiday in Jamaica, it could be just a vacation in Jamaica. <laughs> you know, it doesn't necessarily mean it's, it's Christmas, but it's just, yeah, for me, it was just too uptight. I can see a bunch of just chicks just twerking in the club to the song instead of, uh, hanging up mistletoe and, uh, celebrating Jesus's birthday. <laughs> I know what you're saying because at the halfway point of this album, much like the halfway point of most of these podcasts, the novelty is worn off. The, 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 the bloom is off the rose and now it's just hard work all the way down till the end. Yeah. Uh, and so on that note, let's take a pause for the cause. We'll be back with more when albums collide. Next Level Sketch, Next Level Sketch. The Next Level Sketch podcast is a new all-sketch comedy podcast from London's Next Level Sketch. Whether you like sketch comedy, or you just hate non-recorded live comedy, there's bound to be something here for you. Subscribe to the Next Level Sketch podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Anchor FM, or go to nextlevelsketch.com slash podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. We are reviewing Shaggy's Christmas in the Islands and Mariah Carey's Magical Christmas Special came out a couple weeks apart this year, or rather last year, 2020. Oh boy, what a treat it was to do these with you, Pedro. Uh, So now we hit a streak on Mariah Carey's album, and I'm going to be honest, Pedro, these were bangers that came up on Mariah Carey's album Oh Santa, the song? This song fucking slaps. I've unironically been listening to it all week. Really? Wow. I like what Ariana Grande is all about. I love the harmonies. I love the damn near squealing towards the end as they try to like one-up each other in falsetto. Like they try to out-vocalize each other and they're just like squealing at each other. This song is awesome. Oh Santa is a great song. Yeah, it's a good song. It's a good um, pop song. I mean, they have Ariana Grande, who's probably the new princess of pop, probably has taken over the spot that Mariah Carey used to hold. Jennifer Hudson's a talented singer. Yeah, uh, I, I would love to see... Well, I'm not going to watch that special. No way. But it would have been <laughs> nice to see them perform the song. <laughs> so... No, no, but it was a it was a fun, uh, uh, catchy song. But see, see, like this is a lot upbeat. It's an upbeat Christmas song, but it does. It, I feel like it doesn't have that same cringe factor as "Holiday in uh, in Jamaica," that Neo and Shaggy song. I mean, if we unpack it, and I think you nailed it. This is a good pop song. It's from her uh, second Christmas album, Merry Christmas to You, and mm-hmm. she produced, produced it with Jermaine Dupri. More on that later. Oh, wow, yeah. This is a good pop song, regardless of whether it's Christmas music or not, which is the, the main thing. And I just got to thinking, like, this is a song about begging Santa to bring your, your boyfriend or girlfriend back, to bring your boo back. These are themes that, like, transcend whether what time of year it is, and that's what's important. That's what makes it such a great song. All I Want for Christmas is You. It is a Christmas song and Christmas-themed, 
but it would still be a really great song even if she said like all I want for my birthday is you if that if that makes sense it's not just jamming the word Christmas into party songs I think it's built yeah. around the idea of gift giving um, mm. and and the instrumentation but they're good pop songs on their own whereas you don't you can't take mediocre pop songs and cram Christmas in them and expect everyone to like them <clears throat> Shaggy that would be very weird imagine like uh, I'm trying. Um, she says she's a gold digger, but I, she ain't messing with the <laughs> Christmas. You fill in the blank. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just doesn't make sense. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. And very interesting you pointed out, because I thought the exact same thing. I'm like, Ariana Grande is like the next Mariah. She was trying so hard to be Mariah Carey. Like, obviously, yeah. she has a bit more rap flavor to her, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I 100% see that too in terms of their vocals and stuff. She's the closest approximation. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I feel like she's kind of taken that crown. I don't know. I think maybe, what, every 30 years, a new high pitch hitting, ethnically ambiguous singer comes out and it's a new <laughs> Mariah Carey. So their skin is sort of a. A shade of caramel. You can't really identify where they're from. Are they Italian? Yeah. Are they Spanish? Who knows? Well, who knows? Who knows? Well, what, what's that noise, Pedro? What, what's that noise in the background? Is it the sound of, of reindeer hooves on the roof? Is it sleigh bells? No. Why, it's Snoop Dogg's accountant crunching the numbers. And he's telling Snoop Dogg he has an awfully big tax bill to pay this year. And if he wants to be on the nice list, he better pay them. Enter, here comes Santa Claus. Yeah. Thankfully, the good people at Apple TV have given Snoop a briefcase full of unmarked bills for 2 minutes and 19 seconds of his time here. Money well spent. This is a good song too. I really liked it. Yeah, it was it was crazy to see how short Snoop was on this because I saw the the, the track um, and it says Snoop Dogg and Jermaine Dupri and I was like, oh, okay, so you know Snoop is going to be on this. He's basically in and out. <laughs> I, I I doubt that he even showed up to a recording studio. He probably just recorded it on his iPhone or maybe he. Did a he cameo did this, he, and they just took that. He did this that. via Zoom. I almost 100% <laughs> yeah, know. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But it's funny. I was, as I was listening to this song, it reminded me of um, the ICP episode um, that we did where you mentioned that Snoop would basically do anything for money and even get on an ICP album, which he did. Um, so this is just a testament to that. So, um, anyone with, I guess, I don't know, extra $500 lying around, you can probably get Snoop Dogg on your record or to show up to your Ba Misfa or Christmas song because, you know, it's, it's all good. I especially like, uh, the very start of the track where someone says, Hey, yo, give me some of that eggnog, which I thought was <laughs> yo, lovely. Yeah. That's that, that is funny too. Cause I was thinking, cause when I was over at your house the other day, if I'm not wrong, we, we were attempting to make eggnog, right? Hell yeah. I made eggnog for the first, I, I nogged the fuck out of those eggs yeah. and, and you were there. So it's not really part of like the Australian Christmas experience. At, at my, at least my experience yeah. growing up in Alice Springs, when you're enjoying a 40 degree Celsius Christmas, yeah. your first thought isn't to immediately drink eggs and milk that have been mixed yeah. together. Yeah. With alcohol. But through, throughout the whole night, did you recall anyone saying Hey, yo, pass me that eggnog. Literally not one of my guests that night requested eggnog in such fashion. No, okay. I didn't think so. It it is essentially, by the way, because I made it, it's essentially type 2 diabetes in a glass. Like, it is ridiculous that people drink that. Um, It was great. But, you know, I would have it cold, by the way. That's my tip to all you uh, lads and ladettes out there. You got to make it really cold. Otherwise, it's a little bit too um, soupy. Mm. And just a nice little cameo for for Mariah at the end where she does a a rendition of the Sugar Plum Fairy, which I think is like Tchaikovsky or something. And she imitates a violin with her voice because she's just showing off her voice. Now, I'll tell you what, for someone that is 50, 51, it actually doesn't say on Wikipedia. They don't even know her actual birth date. Very mysterious. But for someone who's, you know, entering, she's in bloody good nick. She looks great for a 50-year-old. Oh, I don't even know. All the stem cells that she's using on her body. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Back to Shaggy. Warm and easy. There's a nice tropical beat on this one. 
definitely some sleigh bells that they've added to this song because the record label didn't think it was Christmassy enough. I don't know, Pedro, did this fill you with Christmas cheer? You know, they're singing sleigh bells on the island. Caribbean fantasy. Saint Nick gave me my wish and brought you here with me. Did it fill you with cheer? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, at this point in the album, and remember... Gang, everyone listening, this is called When Albums Collide. So when we listen to these, um, to this music, we're trying to take the whole album into consideration. But at this point of the album, the album gets kind of repetitive for me. It's just reggae songs with tinges of Christmas-y sounds. So whether it be, you know, jingle bells in the background and the occasional mention of uh, reindeer flying over Kingston, Jamaica, and stuff like that. When you take that into consideration, a song like this kind of gets kind of um, uh, um, boring. It's a little more mediocre compared to the rest of uh, the songs on the album. It's pretty low-key, but it, it didn't do anything really special for myself. Like, I'll throw it in the background, but pretty forgettable for me this may shock you i think this is my favorite track on the album <laughs> really wow. yeah i don't know man it was just it was just christmasy enough and it just oh, okay. hit that sweet spot of not being too overbearing i guess mm-hmm. yeah okay i can see that yeah because all the other tracks on the album or the the front end of the album definitely it's almost over the top with how ridiculous it is with christmas in the island theme you know what i mean where with this one it is a lot more low-key a lot more laid back and i can understand why you like it but just like for myself after going through 10 tracks of christmas and islands and that and that that backbeat that you find a lot of times in uh uh caribbean songs or island songs I was just kind of like, all right, it's fine. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I must have had an aneurysm at this point to be enjoying this song. But hey, I, it just, it just, it just reached me, Pedro. It just reached well, me. Doctor Dre probably was probably <laughs> listening soon. to this Too album soon. as well. Too soon. All right. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, Doctor Dre. I know you're a big fan of the show. Hope you get well. And then the next track is Sunny Celebrations. Can I ask you a question, Pedro? What's that? Who is Joss Stone? She's just, you know, she's one of those people I know exists, and I know they make music. I couldn't tell you a single thing about her. Oh, um, I know she's from England. I don't know what the big song was. She had a massive song in, in the 2000s, but um, yeah, it's funny because I was listening to the album and I said, oh, She's on this album, and I was like, man, I haven't heard anything from her for quite some time. So, um, yeah, I just remember, like, she had a really big song in, like, 2004, um, You Had Me, but I can't, I couldn't remember anything else that she's put out since that was um, as big, as big as that. But apparently she, speaking about, like, Ariana Grande replacing Mariah Carey, um, I think she was the Adele before Adele came out, you know? Adele before Adele. I think she's a little bit more uh, rhythmic than that. Is that just me? Um, but yeah, no, I can't know. Well, as it. far as like British singers, like who's the top oh, British okay. singer? Yeah. Apparently, she played the role of Angela in the 2006 fantasy flop Aragon. So there you go. There's a little bit of info for you. Mm. First listen, this is as far as I got. It was Christmas, Pedro. It was Christmas, and I was listening to Shaggy, and I just couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't okay. do it. After the year that we'd had, I deserved better than than this album. Um, so on my, I had to return to I took a break at this point. I was like, you know what? Fuck this noise. I'm not doing this anymore. And then I, I had to come back like a week later to listen to the rest of the album. We get to the Jesus-y part of Mariah Carey's album, because you always got to have you know a reason for the season type thing. You, you yes. follow my drift. So we get uh, a real uh, medley sort of run through of Oh Holy Night, of Joy to the World, and Silent Night. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you f- did it fill you with? I don't know religious fervor. I mentioned before I'm not crazy about the religious songs in general because they're quite. I mean, they're meant to be sung by like choirs at mass on Christmas Eve. You know, they're quite. Uh, dry and stilted and and baroque almost. Um, so she does her best to modernize it and give a bit of swing to it. But at the end of the day, they're quite somber songs. So it, yeah. they didn't they didn't really appeal to me. If it, I'm sure everyone that's ever experienced a Christmas has heard all of these songs before. Yeah, it's. I mean, um, 
they're fine. I mean, I've those those kind of songs like Oh Holy Night, Joy to the World, Silent Night, they're Christmas staples. I've heard them. I've heard better renditions from other people. I mean, Mariah's fine on it, but it wasn't anything out of the norm, anything static. You know what I mean? It was just like, I, hey, you know, she's doing it for Apple TV, so she has to uh, pay tribute to uh, Jesus Christ in one way or another. So I wonder, I'm kind of curious, uh, in the research, because I couldn't find anything, did, did they say, I know the storyline is that they have to go to North Pole and stuff like that, but did they actually save the day at the end or... Uh, was it all shambles? Uh, yeah, Christmas is ruined, and it just ends. It mm. just ends. Mariah doesn't save Christmas. Okay, no, I'm gonna assume they save Christmas, and it's all it's all Gucci. Yeah, yeah, it'd be great. Like at the in that uh, timeline, like Christmas is ruined, and then they say, "Well, let's just move it to the islands." Hence, opening <laughs> up for Shaggy to have his special Christmas in the oh Islands. Oh my god. How are you not producing in Hollywood right now? Like, let's let's finish things off on Mariah Carey's album just quickly. And the only way she can possibly finish it is with not only her biggest Christmas song, one of her biggest songs in general, and one of the biggest Christmas songs ever of the modern era of any time, All I Want for Christmas is You. Did you know, Pedro, Mariah Carey made $42,954 in royalties for one day of Spotify streams alone for All I Want for Christmas Is You. Mm. So I can't blame her for just doing Christmas albums and Christmas songs because you need to get in on that sweet, sweet red stocking money. You know Mm. what I'm saying? She can literally never work again for the rest of her days and just live off one day a year where people blast her music in particular, this one song. All I want for Christmas is you. This is, no matter what you think, no matter how many times you heard it, as soon as you hear those opening, you know, those opening numbers. Yeah. You know, it's it's Christmas time and it's going to be a really good Christmas song. Yeah, I mean, this, uh, I, I, was think, I think I was saying at the top of the episode, this is a Christmas classic. I know I put this on all the time um, on my Christmas playlist, and it was playing on my Christmas playlist just recently. Um, one thing I will say is like I I know this song gets played a lot, so I do like to fuck with people. So um, like at work, I get to choose the music that is played, and um, when I would close up for the night, I would put <laughs> the song on repeat in hopes that it would drive people insane, <laughs> and just you know, just to I don't know, spice up some things. <laughs> in the workplace after a while but um um yeah this song is a it's a christmas classic and um it's probably uh, one of her most well-known songs in her career i would say i mean i love sleigh ride but i'd say this is the best christmas song is that is that like a, a crazy thing to say look i love them all i love rocking around the christmas tree yeah. uh, i wish every day was christmas uh, you know, fairy tale in New York. I've I've heard them all. I've heard them all. But I don't think you can beat this. Last Christmas, you can keep it. I don't want it. Mm. I want all I want for Christmas is you. Definitely, definitely. This is a a Christmas banger, if uh, if I can say that. A b- 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 banger. Look, Shaggy finishes with a real wet fart. Three songs. He he has some. He does another uh, another few classics like I'll Be Home for Christmas, and he teams up with. Carries? Am I saying that right? It's in all Yeah, caps. I thought so. I, 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 I thought carries, or I wasn't sure exactly how to pronounce it. With Catch Myself Some Rays, did you think of anything in particular of this? No, I I, I thought this was one, of the, I thought this was the worst song on the album. I really didn't like this song. Just listening to it casually the first time, I was like, I don't like this at all. It's just, um, I don't know, I, I kind of thought it was obnoxious, you know? Um, wasn't feeling that at all. And then um, the next one is Love When It's Christmas. Yeah, I'm just... Uh, I mean, like I said, we're listening to this album all the way through and then coming to this tail end, I'm super ready for it to, to be over. And I think he front-loaded what I thought was the best stuff in, in the beginning. But yeah, the tail end of this album is just kind of like whatever. Yeah, yeah, I feel that too. Uh, look, there's nothing else for it. Let's take it to the breakdown. Pedro, Merry Christmas, ho ho ho, and a Happy New Year. What a wonderful journey this was. 
Uh, what did you think of these two Christmas albums? Obviously, the Mariah Carey one had a lot of publicity, had an Apple TV special attached to it, had a, a lot of hype around it. And the Shaggy album had literally jack shit attached to it. It barely exists <laughs> as an entity. Uh, how do we compare these two things? I would say both artists were very popular 20 years ago, but uh, mm. certainly past their prime, getting into into middle age or, or the, the latter parts of their career and have transitioned into different sort of things. A Christmas album is a very wholesome thing, but it's also a bit of a cash grab because everyone listens to Christmas music and it's a, a very seasonal thing that people can get behind. Yes. On one hand, you've got Mariah Carey with all these guests and Shaggy with all these guests, barring Sting, who was supposed to be on it. What did you make of these albums colliding? You hit a you hit the nail on the head there when you were saying that it's basically a cash grab. Um I, I just find it fascinating that you always find out that a particular artist has put out a Christmas album. And it's almost kind of like, a, I don't know about you, isn't it? Like a, sometimes you, it's kind of a joke at times, right? You hear like Weird Al put out a Christmas album, Sync put out a Christmas album. Because the thing about it, it's not like they're sitting down to, for the most part, not sitting down to write these songs that are necessarily very personal to them. It's a thing of, I'm going to do what I do with the artist's whether it's pop or maybe a rap album or a rock album, and I'm just going to put these Christmas elements into it. So I'm just going to say Jingle Bells here, I'll say Santa there, and things like that. Hope to make some album sales sales because um, people love Christmas and it's that time of the year. So uh, yeah, I think it's a it's a it's a bit of a cash grab. People love Christmas, and um, it's the it's the time of the year to uh, to get into the holiday spirit. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's it's interesting in the same way that people will do their disco album or their country album. The Christmas album is certainly a rite of passage for a lot of musicians. Yeah. <laughs> and hey, I'm sure we should do a disco Christmas and a country Christmas album. There's, they, they surely exist. We'll do them next year. Obviously, Mariah Carey, her songs are way more modern. And just as a, uh, as a point of reference here, Mariah Carey as a musician mm. is... 5, 10, maybe 20 times more talented than Shaggy. I'm going to say that. No disrespect to Shaggy, but Mariah Carey, awesome vocalist. She has awesome production uh, all over a thing, and she has a lot of money bankrolled into the album. I would say the budget is probably 5, 10, 20 times more on this album than it was for Shaggy's album. Shaggy, I can't fault mm. him because he had a he had a red-hot crack at doing something that hasn't really been done before, not to my knowledge. And you know what? I'm sure he had a lot of fun doing it. I'm sure he loved making this album, and it was just a lot of fun. So I can't fault it. Will I put these songs on as a joke next year at Christmas? Maybe. Maybe. Will I be listening to Oh Santa all the time for the next two weeks? Uh, You better believe it. Uh, Petro, can you choose two songs, one from each album, that summarize what the soul of Christmas in the Islands and Mariah Carey's magical Christmas adventure, whatever it's called, is? The the soul of the album. Let's see. With with, uh, Shaggy's Christmas in the Islands... um, I'm going to say, uh, I'll pick Take You to the Cool. It, it's, like I said, the album for me, the best songs are on the, uh, the beginning of the album. Um, it very much has that super Jamaican theme, little mentions of Christmas here and there. And I think if you listen to that song, you get a sense of what this album's all about. In regards to Mariah Carey's Magical Christmas Special, original soundtrack from is it an apple i guess an apple special you know what i'm gonna say here comes santa claus with uh uh jermaine debris and snoop Dogg. hell yeah buddy yeah just because um when where else are you gonna hear somebody say hey yo give me the eggnog (laughs) (laughs) very strong choices very strong choices i'm gonna go with of course oh santa jennifer hudson ariana grande mariah carey just a lot of fun a great pop song and for the Shaggy album, warm and easy, lovely tropical beat, bit of sleigh bells, bit of fun, you know, and I think that's the main thing. It's just a bit of fun. Uh, so I love that. And man, I miss doing this with you. We will be back on a more regular schedule. I can promise you that in 2021. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, thanks so much to everyone for your support. Yeah, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Peace. Bye. Peace. Peace.